Hello. Hello. What's going on? Um, you know, starting the, the recording early to see if we can catch Sam as, as a mistake. Congratulations on voting today. Well done. I do my best. Better than me, my friend. Better than me. Uh, you, I voted, well, I voted twice. One for you, one for me. Appreciate that one. Hope, How about ho- that? Hope you enjoy prison. I'm already there, Hugh. Oh. Already there. <laughs> I mean, there, there's worse in uh, a lavender room with a nice uh, ceiling fan. It's. I didn't say. I mean, it's, it's probably on par with where Lori Lori Laughlin is at the moment. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how minimum security looks on the inside, but it doesn't seem to be that bad. I'm, I'm sure she's doing just fine. Oh, there we go. Hey. Hey. Sorry, I need to hook up my um. Now my earbuds. You're, you're sounding great though, so we got that going. Well, my earbuds aren't on yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> and there, there's where the sound goes wrong. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think, I think we should start this week on what uh, the subject that everybody's talking about and thinking about. It's the um, that the underdog uh, golf the rails fantasy football team beat the uh, seemingly unbeatable Hor Island natives this week. It was a bi- very big week. It was a it was a very devastating uh, blow. America won. America won. The natives are very upset with the situation going on in their season now. Yeah. It it, it required a loss of uh, Kittle to a broken ankle. Uh, Mahomes deciding to not let anyone run the football. So. I'm really bummed about Jimmy G and Kittle. Jimmy, well, I think you got a better quarterback in that situation, though. The, um... The 49ers, they, uh, what is that tapping? Um, the 49ers, they've lost everybody already, so it was only a matter of time. Yeah, it's sad. It's a sad season for us. Yeah. Yeah, you went, you went, you went to the Super Bowl. Last I know. Year. It, it, it yeah. worked out. You'll be fine. But we lost. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nobody remembers well, we lost. Well, we went to the Super Bowl the year before and lost. It happens to the best of us. Maybe one day. One day, well, I guess in ni- what nineteen ninety five, Houston Hughes team went to the Super Bowl and lost. Nineteen ninety four, the ninety five, ninety six. It was ninety four, ninety five. Ah, and you'll uh, get there again. Don't worry. Oh yeah, no, not this year, not this year. But not this year. No, no, you no. you got an amazing amazing quarterback with fantastic hair who puts oh, up huge numbers, but still he's can't got win. some lettuce. That but that's kid. not his fault. He's doing oh, great. The defense is right garbage, there. but we also he's, have the injury bug situation. So, you know. It's true. We've blown it's what true. four games uh, with a sixteen-point lead. Wait, who's who's the quarterback? Uh, Justin Herbert. Sorry. Justin Herbert. Oh. Out of the University of Oregon. Yeah. Good old Oregon. Well, welcome to what happened yeah. to us, and we've just done our football bit. So, with Sam, Nate, and myself, Hugh. I'm curious it, when I, when the lovely listeners listen to this two days from now, which you know, um, sorry, it's a theater of the mind that we don't record this at the same day you're listening to it, but. Um, I the country might be gone. It might be on fire. Hard to say. It, you might not care that we're talking about fantasy football because um, the entire electric grid might be down, and you might not even be able to listen to this. I don't know. All things possible. It's fun to think of. Fun to think about. <laughs> if we're going to predict the future in two days' time, I think we'll be just fine. But just know that right now, today, we're still doing well, and we have some amazing oh, topics to talk about today. <laughs> That we do, that we do. Nate, Nate, wanna? Well, outside of you beating me in fantasy football, which I'm happy to provide you some happiness. Actually, you're sitting top of the top of the 
No, you're still on top. You have more points. Oh, am I? Oh, okay. yeah. And I don't think I don't think head to head means anything in fantasy, right? It's strictly points. It, there it, there are no tie there are no tiebreakers unless we literally ended with the same number of points. Yes, so then you would win. Yeah, that that right. would be like. If, oh, there is. There is. Given that the points go down to like the hundredth of a point, I doubt. I I, I doubt that. I very much doubt we're gonna tie. Yeah. But I I still am a fan of the golf off the rails team name. Off the rails, thank you. Yeah, thank off you. the rails. Yeah, off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, one. thank you. So, um, but yeah, Very, so yeah, it's ele- it's election day. That's pretty it is, fun. It is that. It is that. I'm assuming uh, both of you have voted. Well, Nate posted. So, Sam, yes, voted um a couple weeks ago, and they got on my ballot. So you there know, you. yay. You didn't vote. You didn't vote again today. You're allowed no, to twice. You're not, you're not. You know, you're not. Please. It, you know what? When people listen to this. Don't they, spread misinformation. Well, two days from now, it won't matter, Sam. Well, if you voted for California and Missouri, I hope the Missouri one counts. Uh, that I could not have done, sadly. But uh, I made the I made the genius decision of going uh, to the polls when they opened this morning. At, well, a little after. Polls open at 6. I was there at 6.30. Thinking that I would just get it out of the way and maybe that nobody would go at 6.30. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> there's a lot, of old, there's was, a lot of old people in Missouri, Nate. I don't, yeah, the, yeah, that is true. Um, I was very wrong. People with kids. So I was in line for two hours. Well, no, I was I was assuming I'd beat the people with kids because they would probably wait until their kids were in school doing something else. Um, kids aren't going to school right now, Nate. This actually they do here, Sam. I'm in oh, the I'm, I'm in the Wild West. In fact, the school that I voted in. Is a well is a school that's in session. It's a Glenridge my elementary school, which by the way I had not been inside in like twenty years. And we voted we voted in the gym, and I'm just gonna go ahead and say that gym looked a hell of a lot bigger when I was in the fifth grade. It is tiny. It is tiny. So yeah, so I, I went at six thirty, waited in line for two hours. Turns out I got a sunburn, which is that's fun. That's very twenty twenty to get a sunburn while waiting in line to vote. Um, but yeah. It's better than it's better than freezing because there's a lot of places that are really really cold. Well, it was. I mean, it was. Yes, it was 36 degrees when I got in line, which is pretty chilly, but That's not chilly. by not terrible. It's. I mean, literally not freezing. No, um, but it's not, not far from freezing. But I just drove past it just now on my way home from errands, and there's not a line at all. I could have walked right in right now. But see, my reasoning was obviously I didn't have a lot of reasoning because it was a stupid idea. But I thought I don't want to wait till the afternoon because if there is a line. I don't want to miss this podcast. Oh, it's appreciated. I think the, the, you could on the podcast in line, Nate. It's fine. That would be hysterical to just be like doing a podcast while voting. I wonder if they'd stop me. You, you're not. I mean, you are allowed to bring your phone in there. The thing that the only thing, no, I guess you probably could. No, you can't be on the phone. You can't take photos either. No, there were rules I, on the front door. I was looking at them. Rules about what you could do with your cell phone in a polling place. You were allowed to look at your phone because you could look up sample ballots and things. You just weren't allowed to take photos. And I assume you can't be on the phone. That seems like it'd be weird if you were. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, yeah, I don't know what the why you can't be on a phone. Fo- uh, whatever. Doesn't matter. It's all, but it would be very funny. Silly. But it would be very funny to be recording a podcast from inside a polling location. I haven't voted like in person since like 2004, maybe. Um, because I've done I abs- was... absentee the entire time. 
I always did. I always had the in West Hollywood. Mine was always. I mean, sure, um, it was one of two places. It's either that park that's right next to the Standard, that dog park, right? Or um, there's a park farther down behind the Gelsons off of uh, Kings Road, I believe. There's like a park there. I like th- those are always my two polling places. Wait, there was a I polling didn't... place in that what? dog park off the Long Pre? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. There's like a. I mean, it's a park park too. It's not just a dog park. No, but yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, there's yeah. um. Yeah, there's like a, a small building there that's like some sort of Parks and Rec office. Oh, okay. That, it's a small polling location. I, there's only like five five booths or something. I just lived next door to that for about five years. So. Oh, that oh Hugh, that was never your polling location. I. Yeah. Touche. Mm. They make it really hard for people that like work to vote. It's really annoying, and that's why I do absentee. That's the main yeah, reason. Yeah. No. 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 Um. That was, and then was... waiting in line. To vote like every like our, our companies or whatever company I worked at at the time is just like it's okay if you take time off to vote but come back <laughs> you're like it was there was like, a night TMZ <laughs> it, there was an, a list like a that I saw online of all the comp like the major corporations that were doing pretty amazing things this year like some gave entire days off like yeah days off. no a no, lot of people yeah. are this year which is great which well, I think helps a lot yeah it does I mean what it should be is it should be Columbus Day. It should, or... be, it, should, it should be. It should be a national holiday. Exactly. And just why does it I have to be move... a Tuesday? Why not? It doesn't. Uh, I know it well, doesn't. Well, it's in have the Constitution, to. but there's a lot of stuff in the Constitution that that we we could change. Things can be changed. Things can be changed. You don't have to vote on Tuesday. We don't need to vote in November. We don't need to have like the inauguration in January when people could actually like freeze to death. There's so many things that we can change. We don't have to have an electoral college. Um, there's so many things. This yes is true, um, that is yes. This, um, these were all done in the seventeen hundreds. Seventeen hundreds people. The reason why, like the inauguration wasn't until January is because it took them that long to get the votes and and to to, to change administrations. We could do that literally in a week now. That's true. And and that and that way, like Trump doesn't like push through all of his agenda in the next four months. If he yeah, that, yeah, the, there's no lame. The, that's the, the worst. lame duck the, sessions. Lame, especially with lame duck. With you know, knock on wood, with this one because he'll who knows. He'll what do whatever he can with the set support. set fire to the building after you know on his way out. Yeah, and also uh, like he's gonna pardon so many people. I already know that. And there's gonna there's gonna be so much that's gonna happen in the next four months. Even if he loses, even if he doesn't lose, he's gonna push his agenda for the next four years. So it it's not fun. I'm not looking forward to it. No. No, the next no. two months are going to be fucking a shit show. But it's the, gonna, la- I, the last 10 months also were as well, Hugh. So it's actually the last four years. Yeah, um, I'm not going to argue, but I just think it's going to ramp up to another level of just oh yeah madness. And I'm like, well, it all depends on if we if, if the Democrats win the Senate. Yes, yeah. which is shockingly, I guess, because Trump just loves to make himself the top headline. I haven't really heard any things of over the last like month or so about like, you know, like predictions about how that is going. I've heard I've heard specific race. I mean, again, us talking about this right now is seem will seem very stupid when in two days, that at least at the very least, the Senate races will be known in two days. Yeah. The presidential race, probably not. No, but like so us talking about like who may or may not win when the listeners are already going to know, it seems kind of stupid. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's in the moment. I think people kind of like recognize that we record this on a on a Tuesday and it's just us talking. That's true. You know, 
it's like everyone's having this conversation with friends i hope or just kind of like keeping each other's sanity in check for the next couple days months you know i mean this is what it's become is like kind of a sanity check for us at times through through all this covid <laughs> shit so you know what i'd I'd like to talk about more with today's more important than today being election day. Please. Today is is the deadline trade deadline day in the NFL. Yeah, let's talk that. Let's talk trades. Okay. NFL trades. What do you got? Um, what have I got? I'm like, is anyone left on the Jets not being traded away? I saw Quentin Williams, uh, the the former Alabama defensive tackle, was made a post about something. He's like, you gotta go to my Instagram to find out from my real voice. Oh, I saw that. That was funny. Was Desmond funny. King got traded to the Titans from the Chargers, which I'm happy for him. He's been, he's a hell of a player. Uh, to tie back into Sam's uh, 49ers, do you know whose birthday it is today? Which is amazingly fitting. It's Colin Kaepernick. Ka- it's Kaepernick's birthday. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, is, is he even a free agent? Is he? Like oh yeah, he's a free agent. He, he is. Lost? He is a free agent by definition. They even put him in Madden this year, even though he's not on a team. He's he's a free agent in the Madden uh, video game. He. I mean, what's the likelihood of him getting picked up though? Like oh, he's blackballed. Uh, he's never gonna get picked up. It's so sad. Yeah. He's from my hometown, guys. I don't know if you guys know that. He's like is, from Turlock, which is adjacent to Modesto. Is he? I don't think I. Yeah. I, I I don't really, I don't, well, I guess we'll all find out soon because there's a show being made about his, his life, his, like with him as a child. Yeah, well, he was adopted, so. Yeah, eh. yeah. I mean, still story. So, um, what was I thinking? No, I don't. I hope that he gets enough money through Nike to, like, have a normal oh. life. Oh, you know? he's, oh, he's he fine. A, he, he got a, he got paid, a, he got a big contract before he, the Niners cut him loose. He's, he's, he's He had a hundred million dollar with, like, a 60, yeah. like, a 36 million dollar signing bonus. Yeah, Nike Nike is, is has treated him very well. Good. Well, I mean, this is the thing. Like, whenever people get money, you know, you see how it happens all the time with athletes. It's like they spend it all. This yep. is true. And then when his career is cut short, you know, like luckily he does have endorsements and stuff. So hopefully, like like I said, I just hope he's okay because he totally got screwed over with this entire thing. Absolutely. He's such a good. He's such a good football player. He was. Like, he's a good very quarterback. Good. Very good. He should be playing and for the looks, Dallas Cowboys right now. Yeah, look at Alex Smith oh. now. <laughs> I mean. Well, Alex Smith is—he made his comeback. Good for him. I'm happy he didn't lose his no, life. No, no, but he was replaced. Like you know, the 49ers were. I mean, they—they they, it took them a while to be what they are now. People forget about that they're, whole thing. They but... were bad for a long time. Yeah. And then they were good for a second when they brought in Harbaugh, and then they became bad again. And then yeah. good old man Harbaugh was great. I mean, I think he—he's doing good things in Michigan. Yeah. Um, doing all right. I love his—I love his khaki endorsements. That's yeah. He's—he's. He's, uh... <laughs> He he certainly has this style. Yeah, um, it's great. He was my favorite. Is his, is his brother yeah. the same? And like his dad, do they all wear the same thing? Like I don't uh, even pay attention. No, John doesn't appear to be. Like okay. at least <laughs> not so at weird. least yeah. He buy and he buys his. I guess now that he has a khaki endorsement, maybe it's not the case anymore. But he used to buy his khakis in bulk at Costco. Yeah, he used to no, buy like a, a, like a, a five pack. Yeah, that's yep. where you get it. It's I mean they sell khakis everywhere, um, all all over Costco. Um, cause every time I, I go down the aisles and stuff, cause you know, at Costco, it's just like a big pile, right? It's yeah. not even like on racks. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And so you're just like looking through for your size and a lot of it is they're like pleated front. And I think it's hilarious cause it's, you know, made for older gentlemen, I suppose. Or men who, I mean, 
he's he dresses like an old gentleman. He even wears the uh, like the fifties style uh, glasses, like the Buddy Holly, like the yeah. what I forget what those are called. Something rim glasses that are like very fifties. No, but that's the thing. Like those are coming back. People oh, are yeah. wearing it, like 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 fashionably coming back. Like I know a lot of friends. I have a friend that works at Warby Parker that has a pair like that. I call them grandpa glasses. Yeah. That's what they are. Because usually they have bifocals in them, right? Yeah. Because um, my dad wore it for the longest time when I was growing up. He actually has pretty, my dad has pretty like fashionable glasses now, but back then growing up, that's all he wore. So I always just call them grandpa glasses. But um, they're like, like Padma Lakshmi's wears them, but I think it's like gold rim and fancy. So it's just, it's fascinating. Yeah. Do you remember when Jim Harbaugh was a guest star on Saved by the Bell, the new class? <laughs> Vaguely. I didn't watch the he, new class that much. He, it was awful. He, he played Screech's cousin. Screech's oh, athletic geez. cousin. I don't believe, I'd have to go back and look. And it's, you can easily find it because it's a very funny clip because Jim Harbaugh is a terrible actor. But um, I believe he played Screech's like football player cousin, but he wasn't playing Jim Harbaugh. But he was, this was Jim, when Jim Harbaugh was in the NFL. Like so, he was still playing at the time. Oh, so but he, like with the Chargers or with the Colts? At could have could have been when he was with the Colts or Bears. Even I don't know what year that was. Oh, um, you know what? I just saw his glasses. I'm talking about the wrong thing. I'm sorry. No, That's no my worries. bad. No, no, you brought a little fashion to our lives, Sam. So no, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Those glasses, old grandpa glasses, are coming back. Yeah. There's like two lines in the middle, and they're like oh, yeah. round. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are those are. I don't I don't know. They fit but I just was not anticipating that being a fashion trend. A lot of things I don't anticipate being a fashion trend that have made their way back. So, you know, Hey, I do like chokers though. Chokers are made. Are, the, the, are this coming back? They, they've been back. They've been back. Have they've they? been back for a while. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's very, I mean, very obviously, obviously guys don't wear them, but guys just to wear the, the leather chokers, you know what I'm talking about with those beads. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. Like those surfer style kind of P- like Puka shell. Puka shell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I wear that all the time. Anybody that's been to a Dave Matthews concert has seen guys in Puka shell necklaces, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> I might, you know what? I may have. Cause I, you have, right? Oh, I'm pretty sure there are photos of me in college in a Puka shell necklace. I'm, I'm okay. quite certain. I definitely had a hemp. Oh, oh, yes, yeah. oh yeah yeah oh yeah back in the day yeah i had um bracelets i had hemp bracelets with shells and stuff on them yep. and you know you know we would layer up like all of our bracelets i don't know if guys did that too but girls did um and but i felt like guys wore a lot more jewelry back in the 90s i, I applauded that i mean nate had an earring for goodness sake earrings two two dose yeah um, I, I was actually looking at just old photos from the mid aughts of of us sam and i re- i forgot how much um uh, like cuff bracelets and cuff wa- um, watches were a thing. Yeah. Like for guys, yeah. like uh, very much. I I I don't think he started the trend, but it just reminds me of it. But Ryan um, Atwood on uh, the OC would wear like giant like leather cuff bracelets. Yeah. And I and uh, the old photos of me, I had a watch that was like a leather cuff, and it was at least an inch thick. I had like I had a watch like that, a, a Nixon watch that was a not leather, but it was a it was a band it was like yeah it was very much like the band was f- far wider than that than the watch face was yes. like it yeah that was definitely a style so there was but that, again that was the 90s that was about 10 years later well five the years 90s later. are special the 90s are special because the 90s kind of carried into the aughts like the aughts yeah that's true just, eh. that's true that's every and like decade it's like the 90 like the 80s the beginning of the 90s it wasn't until like 93 where things shifted 92 93 where things shifted a little bit but those early early days in the night the the aughts is still nineties territory, late nineties territory. Sure. 
God, that was a bad time. Remember, remember Y2K? I mean... Oh. <laughs> that was See, like the, our biggest fear. But the thing is that people look back and I'm... Um, or maybe not. Like a lot of people look back and think that it was just like a, a, a scare, like it was a, like not a hoax, but something that we're scared of and we shouldn't have been. When in reality, like tens of thousands of engineers around the country made it so it wasn't a problem. Like it, it absolutely would have been a problem. Don't you remember Office Space? Yeah, That's like they did. Yeah, that was their whole goal in the yeah. movie. It, like people that work at like in a, in a, was it in a tech? Isn't that where they worked? Yeah, in a tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what was the competitor? I forget the penetrant. <laughs> yeah. Like if it weren't for people like that, Y two K would have destroyed the world. Like so, the, it, it was a very real thing. Well, I, just, I do love that movie. That movie's really good. That is a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it. Um, to this day, Sam. Anytime, if anybody asks me what I would do if I won the lottery, my answer is always two chicks at once. <laughs> <laughs> watch your cornhole buddy <laughs> hey peter man watch your cornhole bud <laughs> uh, such a good the, such a good so, so that was quotable. jennifer aniston's best best role oh it was right. yeah when was that she, her what, first I've, like feature well like uh, no, no she was she Leprechaun was in um, she had done a few like real shitty romantic comedies during like the beginning of Friends. Like she was in, you remember like Picture Perfect? I yep. think that was like one of. Wasn't that an Ed Burns movie? It was. Um, like she had done some like kind of crappy rom coms that you'd like. Basically, as same thing that Matthew Perry did. Like early, you know, when Friends blew Dude, up. Dude, Fools Rush In was an amazing movie. That's all I got. I say. think was, was that the, the one with Sama Hayek? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Of of the Friends cast to do films, I think Matthew Perry honestly had the best run early on uh we'll see what you mean but you we... didn't like kissing a fool <laughs> with david schwimmer oh yeah. don't i mean that's not even david schwimmer's worst one remember the paul bear Burr, with glennis yep. paltrow oh god um well this was hugh it depends on what what criteria we're using if we're doing like box office success then courtney cox with the scream movies fair uh if we're doing or Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry had some shitty ones. Yeah, but like, but he also, but, but the whole nine, whole nine yards was very good. Yeah. I, I, and whole ten yards was, I guess, a fine. Um, it, but then if you're going like, who had, who had, who made the best movies? Like Lisa, Lisa Kudrow went. Like, oh yeah, I forgot about Lisa. She went, she went like yeah. indie film route, like the opposite of sex and movies like that that were all really good movies, but they didn't make money. Oh I my god, her. I did not know this, but uh Jennifer Aniston was in Mac and Me. Was she? Really? That's great. That I, I love it. Paul Rudd always brings that copy um, yep. onto Conan. Yep. The <laughs> that's clip. Um uh, well really but we all know though that that I mean Hugh, her, Jennifer Aniston's career started at Leprechaun, obviously. Yeah, yeah, lepre- I said Leprechaun. You know what's funny, though, about Leprechaun is that they have it on a streaming service, either Netflix or whatever, and they have her picture on it because that's how they market it. I find it hilarious. They did this. Well, they've done this a lot. They did that a lot with a lot of them because so many of our big, so many big stars got their start on really like shitty B, you know. Oh, like, C or D. C or D list. Yeah, like. Um, you know, uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, his, 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 he, I mean, I think Critters I don't know Three, if it was this, Critters Three, um, uh, George Clooney famously, uh, atta- uh re- attack, the- attack, killer tomatoes, yeah. right? Yeah. With, with our uh, friend. With, with who? Uh, well, Anthony Stark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, that's right. I forgot he was in that. And, um, 
the 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 one that always cracked me up when they did like a retro let's let's market it as the that that these two these two starred in the movie was um Texas Chainsaw Massacre the next generation yeah the third which, one which which starred both Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey but it was before they had done anything yep. but when but when they became famous that movie like kind of blew up and it was like oh look it's it's the two of them starring in a movie when they were nobodies at the time yeah but that's always fun like it's yeah. you go back it's I'll I'll always whether isolation is ever seen again, uh, one of the second movie I ever did, David Harbor, who is obviously everyone yeah. knows who David Harbor is now. Yeah, like at that point, the, ma- the I, man, the man who killed really, the Hellboy. Mr. Lily Allen. Yes, what? yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes. And the man who killed the Hellboy franchise. Uh, I think that That's was not his fault, though. That, not no, his not his fault. Um, the. Uh, yeah, there's there's other ones like uh, uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin, you know, there's the always was that that you know Hollywood legend story about how Kevin Costner his first big break was supposed to be the um, oh shit, what was the movie where all the friends are or get together because their their friend died? Um, Bill Chill. Bill Chill. Yeah, yeah. That Kevin Costner was supposed to be the friend, but his scenes got cut. Like he was going to be the dead friend. Um, I think he saw his toe. Yeah, yeah, something okay. like. But he actually was in it. And if you, uh, I remember this. He was in like a B movie softcore porn uh, called Sizzle Sizzle Beach USA. Yep, I know this movie. Y- yeah, yeah. Wow. I think I think I even recall. I I want to say even as like a child, like one some it found its way one night onto like uh, on Skinamax. And I remember I think I was watching it and being like, "Is that Kevin Costner?" But yeah, I mean... somewhere. It's always funny, like especially like that era of acting, because it's obviously a bit different nowadays than it was, you know. It's like everyone who does commercials now, like doing a commercial in America was like such a a no no. Like celebrities would fly or actors would fly to Japan to do commercials instead of doing it yeah. in America. Now it's like, like get your money. Like like Joey on Friends when he he did that Japanese commercial with like the blue lipstick. Oh, that was classic. Well, well, Joey actually did a ton of commercials. He also was in the infomercial for the uh, that thing that helped you open a milk carton. Yep. And he uh, and he did the PSA uh, billboards in the subways for uh, herpes. Was it yeah, or was it just was it a generic STD or was it herpes? I can't remember. No, I think it was just venereal diseases. Oh, was it just generic? Yeah, I thought it was gonorrhea. Okay, I don't remember. It it was it was something. It was. I think it was just VD. It could have been VD actually. Um, going back to the Friends actors, I, th- I think it's safe to say Matt, Le- uh, Matt, uh, Matt LeBlanc has probably had the least successful. No, David Schwimmer. Still David Schwimmer for sure. No, Matt LeBlanc has like episodes and he's done a lot of shows. No, but movies. Like, I, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, and I'm even just talking about um, Friends era movies. Like, uh, he what's did. The one with the monkey? Ed. Ed. And I was going to consider Ed one of the, where the monkey that plays baseball. Um, mm-hmm. Man, to. Hugh, I mean, Hugh, you're well aware of how hard it is to get a movie made. Yeah. Who greenlights who green something like that? I mean, I guess if you have Matt LeBlanc attached to it, but who greenlights that? Although I guess this, it probably was trying to piggyback on the success of like Air Bud and all those. Yeah, no, no, no. It like, was like, we're going to try and do this this franchise of animals doing sports Well, it's thing. cheap. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, no, how much do you yeah. pay the animal? How much do you pay oh, the animal? Oh, not, not that much. Nothing. That, in comparison. Like no, it doesn't yeah. cost nearly as much as an actor, but you're you're paying a lot of money for Matt LeBlanc to do the movie. It's it's him reading that script saying, "This is a good idea. Like I should do this." Well, movie. He, he took a he took a big swing and a miss with Lost in Space, but I could see what he was going for, trying to be like an action star. That was a, that's actually a really good movie. It's very underrated. I agree with you there. 
It's better than it got. It's remembered for. I mean, and it has a hell of a cast. I mean, Gary. Anytime you have Gary Oldman as the bad guy, you're 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 set. And wasn't it like William? Wasn't it William Hurt and um, yep. Mimi Rogers were the parents? Yep. And, and one, uh, I know one of the kids was um, uh, Lacey Chabert. Yep. Because that was right when she was doing uh, Party of Five. And I it, can't remember what what was the Will. I don't remember who played Will, Will Robinson, the kid. Uh, it was a kid from Malcolm in the Middle. Um. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Fred Amines or the? Oh no, no, Jack Johnson is his name. Jack Johnson, like the artist? No. Uh, uh, that's the kid. Like that's Bubbly the kid toes? who played Will Robinson. Yeah, yes, well, yes, Bubbly Toes. Uh, and then uh, Jared <laughs> oh, Harris. Sam. Jared Harris also, is also the older Will Robinson. Oh, Jared. Oh, that's that's a hell of a cast. Say I'm not to change the subject. Jack Johnson fans also wear puka shell necklaces for yes, sure. Of course, of course, for they do. sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure if I went back and watched Lost he in Space... He went to UCSB. Sorry. Of course he did. Yeah. Uh, uh, I bet a lot of Jason Mraz fans wear puka shells as well. Probably. You know that Randy uh, Jane's like his band, right? They like tour with him. Like, who, they, Jason Mraz? Yeah, Randy Jane is like their You did band. tell me that. I didn't... Is he still touring? I know he's like a... He's like a... He owns like a vineyard now. Like he's a wine guy. I mean, guy. not... Not tour actively because of covid but yeah he was touring a lot he had he came out with oh, i didn't a, even a know if he, i didn't realize he i didn't realize he was i like i knew he had done a much like uh a frankie Muniz, who you know like you just mentioned who now we've we've discussed on the pod owns a uh a uh he's he's a he owns an upscale olive oil store in scottsdale arizona wow yeah oh. but he, huh? he has that he has that uh, mock in the middle money he's okay I don't know what happened to his racing career then. Probably didn't go as well. Uh, no. Although he he was somewhat successful, I think. I I could be wrong. Was he? Uh, uh, what's Doctor McDreamy or whatever the heck it is? Uh, uh, Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. His is he was it nearly as good as Patrick Dempsey's racing. Career? Um, I think. I don't know because I've not I've not kept up to date on how Patrick Dempsey's racing career currently is going. But I do, I do know he was trying to do that. As I, I believe that's one of the reasons he left Grey's Anatomy was that he wanted to Focus sort of pursue racing. racing as a as a thing because he had that Grey's Anatomy money. So you know he didn't need anymore. Got to be nice when you're just like you know what uh, I'm making millions of dollars doing a TV show for you know 24 weeks out of the year. Let me it's um race cars. I, I, I this is i'm sure this is the 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 point in the show where i start talking about other podcasts because that's yep. become our thing but uh on rob, rob Lowe is constantly made you can tell he's very bitter because he constantly makes comments about it to his guests on his podcast that he turned down the role of mcdreamy and he's still very upset about it because he he just he he thinks his career would have gone a completely he would be making up the money he is making a lot of money. Like I think his I, career turned out fine, though. I mean, he he, the, he did Parks and Rec. Like he did the West Wing. We do, like, he did the fine. West. He's you know what? And he, if you look at Roblo's career, okay, his career took a bit of a it took a bit of a U turn, took a bit of a a rest break after the um, like 1988, 1988 Democratic National Convention, but <laughs> um, he he bounced back like. And he credits um, uh, Mike Myers with it might well Lorne Michaels really with getting his career back on track because of Wayne's World. Of course, um, Wayne's yeah, like Wayne's World and um, uh, Austin Powers and um, Tommy Boy. Like Lorne Michaels really did bring Rob Lowe back from the dead. Um, but then if you look at Rob Lowe's post West Wing, he's he's had like six different series he starred in. 
he um he left West Wing to do a procedural lawyer show called The Lions Den that lasted a season. Then he did a show called Doctor Vegas. Then he did um The Ringer, which was uh I as Hugh knows I was a huge fan of. And now he's still on TV. Now he's on uh, nine one one um is it like Lone Star nine one one or whatever the hell that show's called? Yeah, I think so. Where all he basically is just playing an incredibly beautiful uh, firefighter. As as one would, and it's. It... And the reason he's mad is because the Grey's Anatomy money is much more than what he's made in one. Like the residuals, that probably. Come out of that one oh, probably. So much more. Oh, after I mean, it's all about the residuals. Yeah, yeah. Mary, oh my god, I, I, indicated. They're what they're going into like their fifteenth or sixteenth season right now. Something like that. Well, I mean, this is the thing. Like, there's people like Mariska Hargitay that can probably do Law and Order SVU forever because she doesn't really act in movies and she doesn't do a lot of other stuff. This is like her career. And she's fine with it. But like Christopher Maloney is like, you know, he's a, he's a comedian and he wanted to do other things and he wanted to make movies and do other shows. So after being on a show like that for like 10 years or something, like, then I just want to do something else. And I don't blame them. And now he's but, but now, now, it's a big commitment. Now he's back, though. Now he's got his, his right, SVU spinoff. But like, I mean, he was able to do the sequel of What Hot, which I appreciate. Yes. Yes. He's <laughs> he. Um, and Happy he, was actually a pretty decent show. Yeah, he um, I and I'm you know I I, I can't begin. I would think that being an actor, being an actor on Law and Order would be cushy. I guess would would suck on one hand because you're probably too busy, like you said, to do movies, um, and you probably end up getting typecast. Because I can't at this point, Mariska Hargitay can't play anything else. But but at the same time, she certainly has a steady paycheck of twenty seasons. But also. That's because of the way that show is structured. I imagine it's not that hard to be on that show since they split it half and half between the cop side and the lawyer side. And she's not even on every scene of the cop side. Like, so it's right. probably not that hard for her to even be on the show. Oh, for her, no, it's just, well, it, it just a fine old machine for her. It's like show up, do your bit, and then yeah. go. It's, but it's like, as you put it, she's an executive producer. Though, yeah. Too. Oh, she's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. But it, like her acting career is as a sense of doing anything else is it's essentially how you put it over it's like that is yeah i think christopher maloney well christopher maloney also was not i mean i i most people don't know mariska hargitay from anything outside of svu christopher maloney was a was a name before that he had oz went and right thank god he didn't get typecast from oz because his character on that was the same with the jk simmons like if if they had gotten typecast from their roles in that (laughs) they were they were like scary human beings on that show but i guess even though maloney did what like 10 seasons of svu yeah like you said sam he got out and i whenever i mean i when i see chris maloney i automatically think wet hot american summer i don't i don't think of him from svu but then you think about like um um oh god who played um What's the, he's in that show Happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which With, uh, yeah, if people haven't isn't seen, pa- check it out because it's. Is, isn't Patton Oswalt on that too? Yes, yes, he plays the unicorn. Is that is, is that on Sci-Fi? Um, I. Yes. Yeah, uh, yes. It's on one of my networks. Yeah, I'm like I can't remember. Which Cable one. Town has a lot of networks. Yeah. yeah, but I I I need to know all the programming and stuff. That's yeah. What I do. That, that is true. That is true. I actually, speaking of sci-fi and just doing a complete um, 180, but again, tying back to my talking about other podcasts, I don't know if Sam, if you saw the um, last week's Scrubs podcast with Tara Reid. Yeah. I heard it. Yeah, that song, heard. Um, She was delightful. She's great. I'm pretty sure she was drunk. 
and it's okay. and it sounds like she's been smoking like sounds like she's been smoking like four to five packs of cigarettes a day. Because Tara Reid also she always had a raspy voice, but now it's especially raspy. Well, she's got that Sharknado money, man. Well, that's that she told that great story about Sharknado about how um, she did. She admits that she made it strictly as a paycheck they approached her and 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 she even said she said that the when they started making it they hadn't it wasn't named sharknado when they started making it, it was called i believe she, i want to say she said dark skies and then she said they told her after they had started shooting that they were changing the name to sharknado and she was furious because she was like oh i didn't like she knew it was a campy movie but as soon as you make the name sharknado then obviously it's you're going full camp and um yeah, but she was a delightful guest. I loved her. I had no idea that she and Donald Faison grew up together. They had really fun stories. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, they yeah, went to high school. They went to high school. Like went in the same high school. I know. High, it's like they went well, to. You went to that performing arts school, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it was not the school from from as he's all likes to mention. It is not the school from Fame. It's the other performing arts school in New York. And she was just like a Jersey girl who went to the school for like two years, but they were good friends. He said that she used to, you know, she used to throw all the amazing uh, high school parties in Jersey, like that that he would go out to, and because her dad made his own moonshine, which is very fitting for Tara Reid, very on brand. Sounds, it sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I gotta check out this pod. What's that? You guys have been talking about this pod for I don't know how many months now, and I'm like, I haven't listened to it yet. Maybe. Well, do you watch Scrubs? Yeah, I I always forget. Scrubs fan, it's not worth it. No, I'm a Scrubs fan. Yeah, then it's it's absolutely it's a it's a fun listen because they you can you know, rewatch the episode. Each episode is one you know they they talk no, about I, yeah, you know, they go in order and it's great. It's nice to kind of relive it because you, you I forget how funny that show is. It was great. It was it, it was it, the only reason it's not considered an all time great. Well, I consider it an all time great show, but that it, it's not remembered as such is because NBC kept fucking around with it and kept moving it around. Oh, on the, like the like, time schedule, like they're like, yeah, it's they, a show that they kept, never would they, die. They, got, they were getting they're getting too cute. Like it 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 did a ama- it, it premiered in two thousand, and looking back, it was way ahead of its time because it was the I can't recall many single camera. Sitcoms prior prior to that, like no, it was probably one of the first. One of the first, like I mean, you could go back farther to like a Mash. Well, no, Mash wasn't single camera, but you, know, uh, but I can't th- you know everything prior to that was what like traditional what a traditional three, three camera, camera, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, single camera that that Scrub started it, then Arrested Development did it. Now like every show does it. Um, but it's it Scrubs did really well its first season, and then NBC got cute and tried to move it around. And it, it one season, I think it was its second or third season. It was on after Friends, like it got insane ratings because it was like the that was their Thursday night block was Friends and then Scrubs. But then NBC just was like, okay, we're just gonna keep moving around some more and see where see if we can help other shows, and it destroyed the show. Sad. Hmm. Networks do that all the time, and it's sad. No, I know, but it's you know they 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 get in their own way. They always do. They tend to, yes. So, yeah, I'm trying to think of other shows that they've tried to destroy. Like anything that ended up on a Friday, it's like, oh, uh, happy Arrested endings. Development. Happy endings. Oh, my, oh, happy. Yes, yeah. Was that that was was that Fox or ABC? That was ABC. Uh, ABC. Yeah. Yeah. They. Yeah. That's. But the the the. Like Sam, you just said, um, uh, Arrested Development was absolutely a case of Fox is just 
actively trying to destroy the show. Do you remember how they ended the show? Like, I'm not, I'm not counting the next Netflix seasons, but like, I think the, it was during the Olympics. With it, the was, ceremony. it was. It was because like we, we we all watched it together. It was yeah. the the um they Fox was so because it it you know it was one of those things that they're became, trying to bury it. It became a cult classic later. It didn't do very well, but yeah, they they this is how badly how much they wanted to get rid of Arrested Development. The they aired the last four new episodes of the show on a Friday night all back to back up against the opening ceremonies of the winter Olympics. It was insane. Like, but we, but I still remember we, you and I, I think we were over at Lisa D's apartment. We watched, we watched them. Um, that was my apartment. At the was time, it yours? I lived, I lived there. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it was there. Um, yeah. I strangely enough, remember that day very vividly. We, that was the day we also went to that, like, um, that clothing sale at the, at the, at the Santa Monica airport members at that hangar. It was like oh, a the sample, the sample sale sample sale. And then yeah. we went to Gladstone's on PCH for dinner. And then we went back to your apartment and watched four episodes of Arrested development. Why yeah, I remember when you drove everywhere. That was great. why I, I remember I that driving me around. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that specific day that vividly, but I do. Cause it was a great day. It was a, a sample sale, Gladstone's four episodes of rest development. And then the opening ceremonies of the Olympics. I'd say that's a pretty epic day. Yeah, we don't have days like that anymore, man. We should go no. to Gladstones. I haven't been to Malibu in forever. That's probably the last time I've been to Gladstones. I don't recall it being all that good. It's not. It's okay. It's fine. It's not like the best. It's like great overpriced lo- for what it is. It's a great awesome location. Lo- oh, amazing location. Um, every time I go to Malibu, I'm either, I know this sounds like I'm such a brat. It's either for Nobu or for Mastro's. Wow. Okay. <laughs> fancy, fancy. I was I, I love I love Dukes. Why else would you go to Malibu? Dukes is solid. I mean, I go to Zuma, but I don't go to the beach anymore, really. Yeah. So. I like I like to go to to uh, Moon Shadows and and uh, and act like I was there the night that Mel Gibson uh, lost his <laughs> shit. Okay. It's I I don't know if that's good or bad for Moon but for any listeners that don't know, Moon Shadows is a bar restaurant on PCH in Malibu, and that was where. Mel Gibson was boozing the infamous night, the the first night, the first time he got in very, tr- himself in trouble. Yeah, when he got he got pulled over for DUI and started yelling to the cop about the Jews starting all wars and whatever whatever else he was yelling about. But he his night started when he was pounding drinks at Moon Shadows, and to me that's so I've always associated Moon Shadows with that, and that's not something you want to be associated with. Kind of the same way that Mezzaluna and Brentwood was always associated as being the last place that Nicole Brown Simpson had dinner the night she was killed. Like it's not something you want to be known for. True. Yeah. But I guess I mean I guess people go there for that weird weird reason. So maybe really. No, I don't know. Well, Mezzaluna doesn't exist anymore, but now it's a uh, it's a coffee shop. Yeah, but, but I mean, uh, why? I don't know. It's like. It's it's fun and kitschy. We're like, oh, like when we go to Barney's, I always tell people like this is the last place Janis Joplin was, yeah. you know, like. But I don't go there for that reason. No, but but you got to. We also have to look at it from the. We're very very jaded people who've lived in Los Angeles for a very long time. Like, if you're visiting, stuff like that's kind of cool. You yeah, know, like. Like I would, I would, I would, whenever I would have friends, friends or hi, Kira. I'm like, he's going to be doing just terrifying. It's, it's ter- <laughs> I, it is terrifying. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Those, those were scary. They are. Um, I told her, I'm like, I don't know if you're old enough to watch it, but if you want to, cause the new Scooby-Doo came out like the, the animated movie. 
And it wasn't that bad. She really wanted to watch it because I think her friends were watching it, you know, and she heard about it. And I told her, I even told her, I'm like, all the ghosts aren't real. They're they're not real. They're always people dressed up. And I always tell her that. Yeah. She'll get scared. So uh, with, with, I mean, more often than not, it was Old Man Withers, the guy who ran the old yeah. down, the, who owned the uh, rundown amusement park. He committed a yeah. lot of crimes in costume on that show. It was very strange. <laughs> but, but I, you know, like I, whenever Sam, whenever like friends or family would come to visit LA, I'd always they people would be fascinated by s- s- stupid yeah. things like that, like, like pointing. I would point out like the. Um, the the public bathroom across the street from the Beverly Hills Hotel because that's where George Michael got busted you know stupid things like that that are kind of people find interesting if they've never been to L A before yeah and I'm like we drive by the Viper I'm like oh that's where River Phoenix died yeah it's yeah out on the out on the sidewalk and also that's where Naja fell and cut her lip <laughs> yep <laughs> oh, wait, I remember was it Oriana no it was Naj it was Naj because I think was... Oriana fell um, when we were in Venice. What yep. bar was that? There was a bar, circle bar, I think. Yeah. There's a lot of people falling out of cars and hurting themselves because they're too drunk. Basically. Yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, you've already thrown her name on the bus, but yes, uh, what, uh, one of our friends. Yeah, she fell out of my car at an intersection. <laughs> she got us kicked out of the circle bar, by the way. Oh, of course. Because uh, she, yeah, she got us kicked out, and you know, and then on the drive home at the intersection of La Cienega and Wilshire, passenger seat of my car. She opened the door fell out i had to i had to get out and pick her up out of the sewer uh like she basically fell yeah and then didn't you guys eat pizza afterwards um no i basically had to carry under carry her into her house so i may have had pizza but she wasn't part of it oh the good the good old times i remember yeah i remember carrying i mean this, (laughs) this was a while ago luckily but i remember carrying people to their houses or to where i think they live (laughs) <laughs> for certain people so that that was always fun like and say anything that's my house yeah, that's i my live house. there <laughs> no i think at the time i won't say who it is but um dropped her off at her dad's house and her her stepdad um answered the door and he's, and he was like it's okay yeah we'll it, it, it happens <laughs> it happens it happens to the best of us no yeah. shame yeah it's i mean and, it is what it is and to protect those involved, we've changed all the names here. Those the, those names that were mentioned before, those aren't real people. No. Just to be clear. Um, but yeah, could, you know, every, who who hasn't been carried inside at some point in their life? Hugh has stories. Oh yeah. Uh, carried. I haven't. I've never been carried. I haven't in. gotten that one. I haven't either. But, but I've had. Every, everybody has drunk we, stories. We that, have that, uh, that. definitely carried a few people. You and I, Nate. I recall putting one of our friends in a shopping cart because he was so heavy. Yeah. Oh, there is oh. nothing. There is nothing worse than there's dead weight. Like there's there's holding a friend up who's just like stumbling, but when somebody is like out cold and they're just dead weight and they are a heavy person to begin with. Well, they, heavy they in the got, sense of being like physically fit and just yeah, muscularly yeah, he was, he, dense. He was he was solid muscle. Thank God we found a straight shopping cart on on the sidewalk for some reason shockingly in west and, hollywood so and we put him in it and it, that helped our that helped our walk home immeasurably it did i remember i remember carrying um many of your ex-girlfriends nate so there's that um yeah that's probably true i know one specific that you're thinking of two but yeah yeah okay that's fair i don't know if you guys were actually boyfriend girlfriend but she was kind of a mess 
Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Because I lived about. near her and I was like, what's happening? Yeah. She was, not surprisingly, has, has uh, been in and out of rehab since then. Not shocking. That's sad. I mean, that's yeah. too bad, though. Yeah. She was fun, though. They're always fun, Nate, until you have to pick them up and carry them ain't, home. <laughs> ain't, ain't that the truth? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't have those problems anymore, I guess, because we're too old. We're old enough to know better, I suppose. Uh, well, Hughes definitely is. Hugh, Hugh, Hughes absolutely. Well, yeah, I think so. I, I can't think of... Well, no, that's not true. I can think of a few of our friends that still would find themselves in that position. I know not necessarily, you. not necessarily I know that you. they need to be carried home, but well, maybe, maybe. I, yeah. know, I know a few people. Still, it's whether I'm yeah. out anymore is the the big question mark. But what is going out anymore, Hugh? What is that? No, there, there is well, no more of that anymore. Well, I mean, I have luckily mine aren't that bad, but I have friends that will legit have hangovers the entire day the next day. Oh yeah, we just can't do anything because we're old and we can't handle it anymore. And that's kind of just, I guess, par for the course. Luckily, I don't drink that much anymore to to warn it. But I, I feel like I get drunk easier now. That's always like, good. Yeah, which like is not two like two glasses of wine. I'm like, woo. Same, same. <laughs> one glass, of, one glass of scotch. I'm like, this is ah, this is fine. I don't, I don't, I don't understand how we used to drink the way we used to drink. Drinking like vodka based drinks, going out, entertaining clients, and I would drink like eight or nine of them a night. Do you, um, yeah, I mean, just the thought of like the fact that we used to pre-party before going out and. I remember our, our, our I remember the pre-party go-to Sam, the one that you introduced me for. What wasn't it? Uh, was it Bacardi Limon in Dr Pepper, or was it Bacardi O in Dr Pepper? Uh, I think it was Limon and something else. I don't know. Was it not Dr Pepper? Was it root? I don't no, remember. It was, it wasn't root beer. I don't know. It was something. It was an odd combination that turned out to be a very good drink. Um, I don't. I I rarely, if ever, get my. Well, not anymore. But even back then, my hangover. You would. I would sometimes do it. Like. You know, after the night after Lisa's infamous party, when I ran up a four hundred dollar tab at Barney or the Den, and then ended up at home and don't remember how don't remember walking home, but I was bloody, which was weird. Um, I was very hungover that day. But one of my worst hangovers, Sam, was when I, when you stayed, you and you and Angela and Amy stayed at the apartment that we lived in senior year. Remember, I I slept, I was staying on your couch for like a month or two before I found my place, and and I went out with um, uh, Nake John. Uh, over at his place oh, and we we were we just he had like people over and it was like a whole night of drinking where I didn't eat a thing so I I was super hung over the next day at a at your apartment where I was you were graciously letting me stay at and basically you walked in you walked you came in back into the apartment and I was laying on the floor halfway in the hallway and halfway in the bathroom because that's basically where I had camped out because I was throwing up so often that I was just halfway in the back like you literally just stepped over me yeah <laughs> yeah and that was and that was 20 maybe what 18 17 18 years ago but i still remember that as probably the worst hangover i've ever had well yeah you were kind of in the way i couldn't get to my room i was absolutely in the way and, I, and if you would have needed to use that bathroom you would have had to like push me out of the way yeah that that was not i mean that apartment in particular just because it was our senior year apartment and the year after uh, we graduated like that saw a lot of drinking activity going down because I mean I turned 21 in that apartment so yeah good times were had there 
Yeah, we had that. We had a. Uh, we spent half the year with uh, that um, with Gobi, our um, ex- exchange student roommate, who I didn't really speak a lot of English. So I, I probably spoke a total of uh, not that much to her. And she lived. She was always she, going to her boyfriend. She lived fine. with us for like four or five months, and uh, yeah, it was. It was. She was interesting. What were What were you doing in two thousand two, two thousand three? You. Where where what what two thousand two two thousand three where was I I was I, I was living abroad at that point in time. Oh, I had lucky moved back you. to Wales to be a school teacher. How was that? It was good times. It was good times. Uh, it was a young man. I know you talk about it. What? Sometimes I know you talk about it sometimes, but like I can't even imagine like just relocating uh, and that, going back to Wales and like that was very interesting. I, I will say this much uh, because my dad went with me to just give me the the lay of the land essentially because um, I was I lived in this town called Chepstow, which is about. I don't know, like 20 miles north of where my, my parents are from. And so dropped me off and we're driving into town, which is a very, it's a, they call it a, it was a cowboy town because it was a bunch of farms and it was like a little small town, but everyone come in from the farms on the weekend to party. But I drive in and I see a street sign and I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck is this? And it literally is a sign for elderly crossing. It's an old man with a cane walking across the street with an old woman. And I'm like, have you dropped me off at a retirement town? Like, it's all I could think of. I'm like, what? It, where, where am I? And I all all I just see are all these little old Welsh women walking around. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, and then of course huh? I I see the counter of that, which is a bunch of preg- like teenage girls with babies. So I was like, what, what what is this? Where am I? You're in an alternate universe. Uh, well, say uh, Hugh, it's good that they gave you warning. It's just like um, um, we Britain down in Orange County when they have to they have to warn you about the poppins. You know, same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So, but no. I good. really wish that we Britain existed, but yeah. I've had people ask me if we Britain was a real place. I wish it were. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've patiently waited for 55 minutes to get into my condiments conversation, and and, and I I can't. Can't help but notice we haven't talked about condiments yet. Oh, I thought you were going to lead in at some point. Like, maybe oh, maybe next week. Maybe next week. No, we still got time. We got four minutes. <laughs> okay, why? Well, you know, I, I told you my number one top condiment of all time is Chinese hot mustard. I mentioned that last week, and then then we got into the discussion about how Sam doesn't like mustard because she hates America. I don't, I don't hate America. I don't like Chinese hot mustard either. I'm not like you know. It's not because it's not that I don't like grape coupon. Or I do, but I don't like regular mustard. I don't like any mustards. Okay. I don't like anything in the mustard family, well, like does vinegar. Have, does it have to be in your top five? I, I'm a fan. Mustard makes my top five. But uh, but not. specifically, like what kinds of you? I mean, we're, we're talking yellow. We're talking deli, honey mustard. Oh, they, there's so many good mustards hot out there. Hot mustard. I'm not a huge you know, hot mustard. You I, know, I I would I'm gonna go very neat niche and go and and only Angelinos would even know what I'm talking about the hot mustard at Philippe's. Um, uh, mm-hmm. French dip sandwiches. Yeah, that's, that they, they make their own never, hot mustard, and it's never insanely it. good. Not surprising. Yeah, it's actually odd when I was looking when I was making my my Mount Rushmore of of condiments that the number of condiments I have that are related to French dip sandwiches is is shockingly high. <laughs> so Aju sauce made it made it on Aju, the list. Aju is a, Aju is honorable mention. But, oh. but what's absolutely on my list, right below Chinese hot mustard, is a creamy horseradish sauce, which usually also goes See? with French dip. Same family as mustard. 
So therefore, I do not like um, horseradish either. I'm, or wasabi. I'm, I'm with Sam on this one. The horseradish, no, no, I'm not good. No wasabi, no olives, no pickles, no mustard. So All those are in the same family as, as, as for me. Well, that's Fair enough. Okay. Well, then, uh, okay, then my third, though, is, is hot sauce. Which again has many what different kind things. of hot sauce. Specifically, I am a huge fan of Cholula. Okay, same. Um, ne- yeah, never. I, I mean, just I don't know. Does, does I mean, there's obviously a ton of hot sauces: Tabasco, Tapatio, um, Louisiana hot sauce. What's that? There, you know, a ton of. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if sriracha falls into that, or sriracha is kind of a, a different thing. Sriracha is separate. I would do yeah. separate because on my Mount Rushmore, sriracha is by itself. Yeah, that's fair. And then I really my 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 fourth one on the on the um on my Mount Rushmore is kind of outside the box and might be somewhat controversial because you might not consider it a condiment, but butter. I consider I butter, but 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 butter is a okay. I'm it, I'm fine with that. But butter is a dipping sauce for lobster. That's a condiment. Yeah. It's butter goes on everything. Yeah, but I feel like it's a cheat. How how is how is it a cheat? How is putting ketchup on a burger any more of a condiment than putting uh, butter on a on bread on a roll? How is that any different? It's a condiment. You can it's prove, different. It's like a sauce. Fight me, fight me. It's, it's not a sauce. It's not a sauce. It's, like ketchup is a sauce. So- a condiment is a sauce. It's like you put. Yeah, but you can turn butter into a sauce. I guess so. I don't know. Fine. I guess you, if you yeah. want to use that as one of your Mount Rushmores, I suppose you can. But the more important question, Sam, is butter a carb? I don't know. Is it salted or unsalted? What kind of butter do you like? Um, I'm I'm partial to all butters. Actually, no, that's not true. Unsalted butter kind of sucks. Unsalted butter is used for baking. Exactly. It's like it's like um, what's the what's the like the baking chocolate that would taste terrible if you eat it on its own, but it's used for baking. I forget what it's called. Um. Okay, I have to ask this question. How did mayo not make your list? I have spicy mayo under honorable mention. Okay. Is also, it what also, kind of spicy mayo? Like Japanese spicy mayo? Or? Yeah, like Japanese, like okay. Japanese spicy mayo. Not, not, like, not, we're not talking like a chipotle aiolis or anything like that. Yeah. And don't get me started about aiolis. Come on, you are it's not just that ketchup. fancy. Let's just you go. are not that. Yeah. It's 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 a fancy mayonnaise. You're not that. You're not that cool. Now the one other one that is very specific that I will put a, again on my Mount Rushmore is very large. If I was in charge, the Mount Rushmore in um, South Dakota would have eight faces on it. <laughs> um, because as as I mentioned last week, um, McKinley would absolutely no Grover Cleveland would absolutely be on it. Um, no, my other honorable mention is even though I have um, qualms with eating there, uh, Chick Fil A sauce. Chick Fil A sauce is quite good. I don't know. I've um, had it. So if so, th- so my question is: if butter counts, does the sauce at Zanku Chicken count? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's a that garlic. That, that's a that I love that one. Oh, that would be a wait. line. Oh, how can I forget my favorite mustard, mustard, Benihana mustard? Yeah, I don't eat. I don't eat. I don't yeah. partake. I give it I to you. I know. Sa- sauce, Sam, yeah, that is a good Sa- dipping sauce. Sa- I, we maybe mentioned this before, but Sam and I have a system at Benihana. It works out well for both of us. We share the second fried rice, and I get her mustard, and she takes my ginger sauce. It, it, it's we've we've been doing it for twenty years, and why break something? Why? Oh, why? Stop, you know, why, if it why, ain't broke. Don't well, fix. If it ain't broke. Don't fix it. Well, I mean, you're not. But yeah, and Benihana's—I haven't been to Benihana since quarantine, so that I want to go. I might go at some point, but we'll see. Yeah, 
I might have to make it like a solo effort because I don't know how safe it is because it's still inside. Yeah. I, I, we've, we have friends that have gone that's, that's you know, I think we, we talked about before. They sent me photos. It looks like they do a pretty good job. But in the, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's, you're still eating at a restaurant indoors, so it can't be that safe. Yeah, I've done Korean barbecue because it's literally in the parking lot outside. So yeah. I feel a lot better about that. Oh, that's another. What's that like hot sauce thing that they give you a Korean barbecue? I forget what it's called. It's like the the um, red one or the sesame sauce. The the red one, the hot one. The sambal. It's sambal. That sambal's on my list. Was that with sambal? Yeah. <laughs> that I would put that on my list too. I love that. Also, it it like um, dim some places. That same thing, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So like mine is sambal slash. So it's the hot sauce with the <coughs> green lid, the sambal slash the the sweet chili sauce that you would get at like you eat with chicken like like if you ever go to california chicken cafe there's like the sweet chili sauce that's it's asian but you eat it with like egg rolls and you eat it with chicken you eat it with all this other stuff that sweet chili sauce is on my list too but i put it uh, i put it in the same category as sambal so that's like one sriracha is completely separate ketchup is completely separate for me the zanku chicken butter is an honorable mention um I really enjoy uh, just hot sauces in general, so that would be my fourth. So I would do Cholula because I'm not a big vinegar person. I don't like Tabasco. I like Crystal hot sauce, which is Louisiana. Yeah, and any type of hot sauce that you give me, any spicy chicken sauce. The hot sauce that you get on um, the Kiyochan chicken is my favorite. Yeah. Very obscure, but that would be all in the same category. So most of my, my... it's all pepper based <laughs> most yeah. of my Mount Rushmore and then there's ketchup and I also put sriracha in ketchup so there's that with like my uh, eggs and with everything else I put sriracha and ketchup together and I eat it yeah what about ranch dressing no that's no it's not it's not even in my top 10 no nah, I well like I've given the fact that I've listed eight like six different honorable mentions I suppose that yeah. doesn't make my top 10 yeah, oh, juice is a good honorable mention for me as well. Oh, sure. the, um, Olive Garden salad dressing is one. Um, and the sauce that you get at uh, the um, Halal guys. Oh, that sauce oh is, they're white that's sauce? An honorable, oh, yeah, honorable I've, mention. Okay, see, I've... This is this is quickly devolved. It's hard. I this is devolved it's really hard. from, from Yeah, we Mount do not Rushmore have five minutes it. for this bit. I'm going to have to cut in, something out of the middle. To make in this, a, in, and I'm not going to be able to get to mine. You can cut out the beginning, Hugh. Yeah, <laughs> the beginning. You, can cut, you can cut out every anything leading up to when you in, when you introduce the show. Yeah. Um, so you just want me to go you? straight to welcome to and just continue no, on with this uh, rabbit hole of conversation. I told what's you. Yours? Uh, I would say uh, mayo vinegar. Uh, so, like malted so, vinegar for fish and chips or yep. just vinegar? Malted okay. vinegar, yeah. Uh, so British. Yeah, I mean, you know, what is it? Worcestershire sauce would have to be on there. And uh, I said mayo. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot about soy sauce. Duh. That was on my list, too. Uh, soy sauce. Uh, yeah. Okay, this again. This could have been an entire hour long episode. Uh, we really could have just dove right into this and gone here. Yeah. But I mean, the yeah. warm up of and, being uh, twenty one again. There's way too many. There's way too many honorable mentions because I would put eel sauce too that you would eat with sushi. Ooh. Yeah. Um. So many sauces. It's true. I'm, mustard. Yeah. Mustard has to be on there for me. Like just plain what does? French mustard. Like just. Huh? I I do like like the, Dijon. 
I do like Dijon, but no, like just the French, the the plain of plain, the hot dog, you know, mustard. Right. Well, if I'm if we're really if I'm really gonna just blow the whole damn thing up, does nacho cheese sauce count as a condiment? It does, and I, and that's on my honorable mention too. I put that as a okay. side, like a little because that because that might bump off but Chinese it has hot to mustard. Be stadium. It has to be stadium nacho cheese. It can't be like fancy nacho cheese. No, it's got to be like that machine you guys almost bought me for my birthday. Yeah. It's got to be liquid. It's got to be orange. Does Nutella count as? Uh... Yeah. That's a con- well. Well, I, I guess we're the the we, we you really are, I you, we're blurring the lines between toppings and condiments, but they're kind of the same thing. Um, That's right. Yeah. It, like. Like. It, so, like, would salad dressings be like in the same vein as Nutella? Well, that's, see, that's just a, in the same way that I turn butter into a, into a top or into a condiment. If if you put dr- dr- like salad dressing in a cup and dip things in it, then it's a condiment. You know, <sighs> it's one of those things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh well, I mean, I uh, obviously you you went deep into your list there, Nate. You're just like I'm like this, this, and this. I'm so just like Sam, Sam. Sam did her homework too. She had she had prepared remarks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 something that I take really seriously. I I, mean, I do not obviously. I'm not a huge condiment person. LA based. I just feel bad because it is LA based. Because like we talk about how all guys, we talk about well, Olive Garden yeah. is LA based, luckily. But, but a, lot, a lot of those were, a lot of those were yeah, very specific. You. Yeah. But I mean, Believe. they're like famous. Yeah. That's what they're famous for. That is true. I do like that sauce. There's just like a sesame dipping sauce that you get at Korean barbecue. Yeah, that one's good too. That just comes with the meal, um, and that's delicious as well. well so I mean, there's I, there's just there's I a never lot. had Korean barbecue until I moved to LA. I don't think anybody has, to be honest. Like, I don't think there's that many places that have it. I think New York has probably a couple restaurants, and there might be like outliers here and there, but it's mostly, I feel like, uh, a big city, yeah, type place because there's not that many Korea towns, right? No, that I know of. We have, there's a part of there's like a, a, a fairly it's a, a part of St. Louis that's I don't it's not specific. It's not like Chinatown. It's not like Little Tokyo. It's just where it's like an Asian community where all the Asian markets are. More or less, so I, there might be a Korean barbecue place there. So it's Eurasian. It's, it's yes, they and they speak <laughs> Asian. Asian. <laughs> um, but there might be a Korean barbecue place there. I don't know, but that it's like well, a, there's there's like a a lot of people get it confused with Benihana, and then also with like the Gayukaku type places that are Japanese barbecue. Yeah, right. They're very similar. Yeah, but you but don't get the different. meat sweats from like uh, Gayukaku kind of situations and jet you can oh, you, if you order you enough. yeah you, you yeah can, but i think korean can. barbecue is notorious for the meat sweats oh absolutely like it is uh i i because we went for yeah, a birthday a party lot. and then we went karaoke that one time and sam, I was sam, like, sam sam's, sam's yep. birthday it was sam's birthday because i'm like yeah, it wasn't, or yeah. is it lisa's because you guys no hi bo no i'm pretty sure it was your sam I don't remember we, yeah, we were it was um well i know that i did it yeah yeah and we, it was the we would yeah that was because um that was your private room and did you that. did the private room. And I had to figure and, out the um, remote control that was completely in Korean. And you guys yes. were like, oh, you know, I'm like, no one else was able to figure it out. And somehow I, I deciphered the Korean alphabet. And the, the funniest part about that night is that Sean came. And Sean, yes. Sean um, is one of the more boring eaters. Or not more boring, least adventurous. 
um, kind of just the same way that Little Papa is, um, where she, they they or Annie. Annie is very much too. I, I was with Annie the first time she ever had shrimp. She was in her late twenties. Um, but yeah, Sean Sean joined us for Korean barbecue. Did not eat a single thing, and then on the way home we got a mozzarella sticks at Jack in the Box. Wow, shameful. Yeah, it's just meat. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, all, it's, it's just um, meat. It's just all, barbecue like, I can meat. understand. I understand people being like scared, not scared, but averse to sushi, to certain sushis. I get yeah, that. Yeah, Fine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, cooked meat on a stove like that. I mean, Sean likes grilling burgers. What I mean, it's not a huge difference. No. Uh, I no, I have had lower intestines at a Korean barbecue place. Yeah, uh, no, you can you can get oh sure you get, if you get like into tripe and things like that, sure that's adventurous. But yeah, like I've had just I don't the, the just it. the the bulgogi or whatever that that's not yeah. adventurous at all. Yeah, I'm the most like vanilla like Asian eater. Like I don't eat any of that stuff. I used to when I was a kid. That's one of the reasons why I don't eat it now. Like cow tongue and like intestine and tripe and all that stuff. People love it tripe and pho and i'm just like no thanks yeah but, no, uh, I had, yeah, i've had I, that recently I, to... I was like no thank you i don't, yeah, I don't like this in, at least in my opinion but i mean my family loves it like there's so many people that love it sure more power to you but i just like brisket i just like bulgogi bulgogi is basically just meat marinated yeah um and galbi which is just basically um what do you call it a uh, short rib yeah. Yeah. so if you order short rib at an american restaurant nobody cares but like yeah. if you order like galbi at a Korean restaurant, they're like, what is that? I'm like, it's just meat, guys. And, I mean, they have really good stuff, like pork belly and all that other stuff that people love. I don't like fatty pieces of meat, so I usually just go for the the, this, the brisket and the bulgogi, and I'm fine. Like, I'm really basic when it cooks. But I eat a lot of it, though. That's the thing. Yeah. I, Nate, are we getting so. to that time where you need to get going and get to your shows? Oh, I, I do. But this is yeah, you know what, Jeffrey. guys, this is, this has been a pleasant um, diversion. You know, I managed to stay off Twitter all day. I've not not gone on it once because I just don't want to. Um, and, it's and election fr- day. Well, no, you shouldn't you don't go on Twitter. No, right now. well, frankly, Please. frankly, uh, there's no point. Like my my mom had CNN on earlier, and it's hours before the po- like before polls close and in, in, yeah, on the east coast it's, it's not gonna they're just happen. they're just well we're not gonna know anything for days maybe even weeks but it's it's just not worth getting I, i'm sure twitter is a, a more of a tire fire than it normally is right now i i don't want to in the fantasy football world of twitter so i'm like i've kind of muted out well, the, the politics well that's but it was a not that, that i'm sure there there is a section of my timeline right now that is that is solely talking about the nfl trade deadline yeah. which would be which would be nice it'd be a nice escape but i i i don't want to go through and try to filter that out right now so i'm just going to ignore twitter altogether Good on yeah you. i was gonna say are there are there big moves that are happening right now there are a few, there are a few trades going on trade the only but, uh, tra- trades in football are never have never really been a thing I think it has a lot to do with the, the way the salary cap works, that players just don't get traded. The last um, couple of years, there have been a lot. Like, Quan Alexander got traded from the 49ers the other day. Yeah, I saw that. To the Saints. So, you know, things are, things are happening. I'm just, like, I'm keeping a loose eye on it. Uh, my Swans had a nice little draw after being down to Brentford for most of the game. So, oh, that's, nice. a, that's a good thing. I know the Exiles lost, but, hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, still, I love that team name. It's it's great. And yeah, Patriots uh traded for Isaiah Ford. So uh Dalton was placed on the COVID list as well as I, John I Elway. 
You I know? saw John. Yeah, but yeah, but there's John, a COVID list. Yes, and it's a it's just their protocol. If you get if you, it's basically their way of putting you on injured reserve without actually putting you on injured reserve. Yeah. You, if you're on the COVID list, you have to stay out for like three weeks, three weeks, something like that. Yeah. Dude. All right. Yeah, it's it's a thing. Well, everyone, be safe out there. We're gonna get you too to all the fun jazz that uh, is me editing this one, but uh, it should be fun. Only 13 minutes to. <laughs> You, cut out. you could save you could save the condiment conversation to next week. No, no, I'm gonna figure out a way of getting the condiment part in. This this needs to be in. That was a, it. Was yeah. just kind of a yeah. nice little change of pace. I'll find out places to. I got I got a couple days to edit it down. So. Well, I'm sure I'm sure glad I spent 20 minutes g- discussing Rob Lowe's career when we could have gotten into really good condiment talk. That's all on you, my friend. That's all on you. <laughs> I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs>